Good morning, it's Lori Jean Fanella, singer songwriter. Happy Sunday. Today is, um, I'm feeling blessed today. And I usually share a meal that I've made on Sunday, which I haven't been doing. Um, I've been a little more busy with my music, and then I had a, a bit of a bad week last week. I accidentally burned myself, which affected my nerves a bit. So I was pretty fragile. And I had to worry about um, getting, I'd say, mild seizures, getting a bit of the shakes. And, and then, of course, when you burn your yourself and your nerves are affected, you have to worry about getting colds and things. And possibly it's just with my body, but everything, it just takes a bit of a turn of events. So um, I was pretty fragile and pretty tired. So... For a few days, for sure, I didn't do a whole lot. And um, I had to concentrate on what I was eating and what I could put in my body so that I would heal and feel better from it all. So I was had been eating a lot of salads before, almost a salad every day. And um, I ran out of lettuce. Of course, I have my food delivered now, so I had been patient not having salad. I made sure that my next order for food had uh, salad in it. I also put more hemp seeds in my smoothie in the morning, which I had been doing about a quarter of a teaspoon. And um, I felt like it had been helping me. It had been helping heal. I, you know, when I can feel the, um, the injuries, mostly on my back, I can feel exactly where they've been put and they can pull on me and really feel tight and hurt. Well, um, they seem to feel a little bit more loosened, almost like if you're taking collagen, which collagen seems to be nice, but hemp oil gives me a bit of a relaxation effect usually, but the hemp seeds, um, it gives me a more of a kick in relaxation. Plus it seems to really relax the uh, muscles and um, nerves in my body. So I really enjoyed that. So that seemed to kick in nicely. I hadn't been having, where I hadn't been having my salad dressing that I put lemon in, which really seems to put a kick in my body, maybe killing uh, more germs where my Hashimoto's doesn't really allow me to do it very well, um, especially in my stomach. So, um, I, ha I got lemon in with that last grocery order where I was getting more salad stuff. So the lemon goes into my salad dressing more. I make my own salad dressing. I put a little hemp oil in there and I put in olive oil, apple cider vinegar, lemon, and then I have like a um, organic uh, seasoning, like herb seasoning. So I put in like a bunch of that. And then I'll put in salt and pepper. When I have oregano, I'll add a little bit of that in there too. But um, so now I'm getting more lemon because I have the lemon juice in there. And apple cider vinegar is another one on top of chicken broth that really seems to help me. I would take apple cider vinegar, even just a spoon of it, which is really hard to get down, when I would have um, indigestion. And it would just kick in so nicely. I would get sometimes the really bad cramping in my stomach from indigestion. I feel like kind of a bad heartburn in my stomach. But um, 
Let's see, apple cider vinegar, lemon. Oh, chicken broth. Chicken broth I can't live without. And very rarely would I go to bed without having chicken broth. But I was getting tired of having the same old chicken soup. I would always put in my chicken and then my celery, my onions, my carrots, uh, maybe an extra vegetable in there. But I was really getting tired of the same old chicken soup. So I started Minestrone, which is really cool. Um, I eat Sardinian bread every day now. I'll dip in a little hummus or because I need chickpeas too. Uh, that seems to give me some kind of magical energy. But Sardinian bread with the um, the organic semolina flour. Oh my goodness. The stuff is just unreal. It gives me a little bit of energy and it just really kicks in nice. So uh, the soup, I, to get my broth, I mean, there's many ways you can get chicken broth in a soup. But I was getting tired of the same old soup. So I, I switched to a Sardinian staple, which was the flatbread, Sardinian flatbread. I don't know if I mentioned uh, what I did with the yeast. <laughs> I think I just said a bread. But I, I make a really yum flatbread out of the, uh, the flour I just mentioned. And that with minestrone really was nice. I used chicken broth to make the minestrone soup. And I put all kinds of vegetables and a tomato base. And it really is absolutely delicious. But, you know, of course, once again, um, I got tired of that. I got tired of that faster than I got tired of the standard chicken soup. So I thought, what else can I make? And I I got in a beautiful butternut squash. And so I just put broth, butternut squash, rosemary, salt and pepper, uh, coconut oil in a crock pot. And then I cooked that on high for a few hours and then I throw it into the blender and I'm telling you it's delicious it's so good so that's going to hold me over and I can get a bit of that every day I made some potato soup um, and I threw a piece of fish in it I instant pot a potato soup and I use chicken broth for that not as much as the butternut squash but so now I have a couple of vegetables oh fish too which is really important to me when I'm looking for energy um, some crazy reason. I don't know why. Even if I have like an ounce of fish, I can feel the difference in my body. My body feels so much stronger. So those who say that nutrition doesn't help you health-wise, um, maybe as much as someone would think or at all, um, they're very wrong because I can feel in my body it. Um, connecting to what I'm doing with it. Now, I realized when I was little, I, I died of convulsions. I was a toddler and I just, my, my uh, growth just um, stopped. And, you know, my medical, uh, my doctors and my family were very afraid that I, what was going to happen to me at that point, because I wasn't speaking well and I wasn't growing. And I looked like I had to war, to which when I was born, I was this big, chubby, happy, healthy baby, big eyes and everything. And then um, when I died of the convulsions, um, I was two. I looked like I was barely a year old in my height. So I, I really stopped at that point thriving. And uh, my stomach, from, a, from what I found from that point on, is my stomach just shrunk. And I, I could see the effects throughout my life at times when I just didn't feel like eating and I would step away from it when I try to go back to it it just wouldn't want to go down my throat so I had to really be careful with that and with a head injury I had found that when my head would turn off and my stomach really 
I never had a problem with my weight because I had this problem with my stomach. It just would stop me at a certain point when I would eat. Uh, well, when your brain turns off and is not connecting with your stomach, I didn't know when to start and stop. And then, of course, I was running from abuse and being drugged. So you're, you're grabbing food to try to keep your, your strength and your, your mind working. And, of course, I, I was trying to grab things to keep my mind going more. And um, so my body just got all messed up being overweight at that point. My brain not being able to connect to my stomach. So I, I, now where my brain, I feel nutrition is bringing my brain back more, I have to really try to uh, tap into it to connect to um, my stomach with it. And I can at least feel it at times now where I, I just hadn't for so long. But um, yeah, food definitely, uh, at least for me, and I can't imagine that it's just me, um, is very significant in my functioning process in my life. Another thing too, cacao, which is, um, I believe all chocolate comes from cacao, but they call it cocoa in the long run. But the really raw, unsweetened, organic cacao, um, the dark, darkest of chocolates you can get, you can get it on the shelf where you can get 85% cacao, but I make my own, uh, my own chocolate. Really benefits me. And if you don't like to make your own chocolate with honey, you can make it with, um, you can make it with coconut sugar too. I mean, I don't count coconut sugar as a, a cheat because I, I really feel, I mean, I don't have diabetes and a lot of, uh, different diets. They count the sugars and fruits and honey and, um, everything that's not an actual, uh, sugar plant. And I don't do that. I look at it like, oh, wonderful. I'm not eating the sugar that's supposed to be so bad for you, though. When I eat regular sugar, it's organic sugar, but the other sugars, uh, like coconut and the sugars found in honey and natural fruits, I really don't count those. I mean, I try not to overdo it on coconut sugar, but I certainly don't feel like I'm doing anything bad when I'm eating it. So if you have to use it for puddings uh, because you can't handle honey, because I don't mind. Pudding. I make my own chocolate pudding, my own chocolate, and I use honey and vanilla, and I love it. But I stayed away from sugar, though, for, I don't know if it was six months to a year, something along those lines. So it got to the point where I just, when I ate sugar, I, I hated it. And I never ate sugar, really, um, in my younger years a lot. Actually, I never ate it at all for quite a while, and then we grew up not being able to eat a lot of it. So that really helped, too. So that has been my week so far. Let's see, I burned myself. Oh, I had been enjoying very much the women singers on my Lori Jean Fanella radio station on Pandora. Very, very much. They have been so expressing themselves to the point where I find humor in it at times. I love the strength in them. I so admire them. Um, I love the fact that I'm, I'm getting more of them with the songs that I'm adding out there into distribution, which my latest album is The Beast of Heaven, um, where I really, really uh, express um, sexual abuse, human trafficking, um, being a woman, feeling the, uh, the tensions of it in life. I really, the whole album is really that. And um, I'm really proud of it. It's something I really wanted to put out there. I know I've mentioned 
Um, but I think because of this, um, I'm hearing the other uh, lyrical content that is expressing themselves more. And I, I love it. I really appreciate it. So I uh, getting back to um, music, I guess you could say. I um, I wrote a new song from that, really enjoying that. And I wrote it from sexual frustration of being a woman. And now the two things that have bothered me the most in my life was losing my child from abuse in my stomach and uh, sexual frustration. And I know they might seem like they're, they contradict one another, but really they don't. I had to understand why I had such a heartfelt spot in that and why those two were so strong. But I felt so embarrassed to talk about sex, which I've mentioned before. And I think if you feel embarrassed uh, to talk about anything, that really is going to affect you and your life. And it brings in more abuse in your life because you're, you're not communicating. Um, and, and sex is, I feel, the most um, intense emotion that a woman has. And it really reflects around her entire routine of her life and her personality and how she feels about herself. And that's why I wrote the movie, The Virtuous Woman, which I keep changing it back from. She finds the cause herself, who the uh, wonderful, beautiful Ned Euphoria composed for me that I wrote, that I really try to express, kind of in layman's terms, uh, women's sexuality of the actual act of sex and how it, how it fits into our lives, really. And I think I did a really good job, though. It's, it's short. It's only 70 pages, and it needs a whole lot of beats. And the one room in there, uh, I may have already discussed this on here, but the one room that it ends up centering around certainly can have a lot more action in there, which I, I look forward to someday. But those are the two things that I really focus. I ha I, well, that, that affect me the, the most, I guess you could say. So the song I wrote was about sexual frustration and I can't think of a man that I've spent time with that I haven't felt completely, how can I say it, uh, complete, <laughs> complete with the, uh, the time uh, that had been spent sexually. And I wrote how when a woman, you know, you're with a man and, you know, I hadn't learned a lot. I went from a marriage to leaving a marriage to going out there, not knowing the rules of life. And you really, you couldn't discuss sex in our family. I mean, I was barely told the anatomy when I was eight. From that point on, I was on my own and you can't discuss sex around my grandmothers. And I very much respect my grandmothers my whole life statures were really around my grandmother. So I really had this, this huge uh, responsibility on my shoulders. So when I was out there in the single world, after I, I left my husband from abuse, the rules of dating were completely new to me. I mean, I knew I didn't want to be uh, overly sexual. I was trying to find a, a, a limit of, or at least set a a set of rules that I had to follow. You know, you want to at least do the few dates and don't get intimate with anyone before that and make sure you, you, you're setting standards for yourself as to how you're treated 
by them before and after. And then, of course, you'd rather have love, but that didn't work out. And you don't want to not be social because when you're not social, at least for me, it affected me uh, mentally. And I always felt nice to know there was a guy kind of watching out for me a little bit. It certainly kept me safe. But amid all this, I mean, where does the pleasure from sex come from? So you're thinking, okay, well, it's not happening. So, you know, you're going to scare this man off. So now I've got to react to it, even though it's not happening. And then you're looking at their face and you're hoping you're going to get some kind of reaction from them. That's not happening to draw upon you. So, I mean, this whole process is really, they're not noticing any of this, I felt, but maybe it didn't matter to them. I don't know. So I, the song was all about the fact if I end up thinking they're arrogant. So it's just, you know, I'm trying to be nice. Should I continue to be nice like this? Of course, faking it as being nice. Um, and then at the end of it, you're, you're frustrated, they're arrogant. And then each man I dated after that more, I just started not really liking them so much. So I really didn't care much about their feelings. And I just felt we were two complete different species and a lot of them were insensitive. But I understand that's going well over my definition of a man. I thought it would be funny where other females were writing really cute, funny songs. And they, I'm sure people thought they were going well over, but I couldn't help but to laugh. And um, it, it just, we get to such a sick place, I think, sometimes as women in our minds, we need to laugh at things that are just well over the line. But you can't help it. It's only because it keeps you sane. And then you can somehow find that sanity to... Um, come back to, okay, so, you know, let's, let's hit reality. Where do I need to be? And, and where do I need to be at? So the song that I, I wrote up is called Impatient. At least that's what I'm naming it so far. So I want you to have a happy Sunday. Please continue to stay safe and stay blessed. And let's all learn to love one another and please protect our children. Why don't we do that in the United States of America? Why are we the number one in sex trafficking? Why do we not keep our children at home and safe from this pandemic? Let's, let's try to do that if people around us aren't going to do it. We are responsible for our children, even though legally I know they constantly try to take that out of our hands here. But in the long run, we really are the ones to answer for what happens to our kids. So don't let anybody else take that responsibility from you. Thank you, Lori Jean Finella, singer-songwriter.
to summer.